0: Hello and welcome to Terrifying Robot Dog. I'm Jonathan Stark. And I'm Kelly Shaver. And we're here to talk about how technology is changing the way we interact with the world. This week, RoboCop finally here. Thank goodness.
1: <laughs> about time.
0: Mm-hmm. Please stay tuned. Terrifying Robot Dog is next. Before we jump into this exciting mm. topic, mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we probably have a little bit of housekeeping to do. Because okay. i'm interested in a uh, jump gate games update
1: oh yeah um i mean there's not a whole lot of an update um rules revisions and stuff that i mentioned last week are up on the site and uh, that's that's going well um yeah things are looking good there um you hit me. You hit me with this when I was completely not prepared for it, so I have no no idea what to say.
0: Oh, I was thinking uh, you would. I would.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I've been I've been kicking around the idea of new print and play. Yeah, yeah. Um, tiny little thing. Just uh, just a micro game, really. And um, for for those not familiar, a micro game is typically a it's a small game, t- usually a card game. They're generally limited, like you know, like a, a single deck of cards or less. A lot of them are. 12 to 24 cards somewhere in that range and they're, they're games that play in 5 or 10 minutes and they're just, just little filler activities um, so I've been kicking around an idea for one of those and I made just a little prototype of it yesterday and we've played it uh, probably a dozen times now because it's again it plays in 5 to 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> and um, just just toying around with that idea and I mean it's it's been a fun little thing I, obviously it's nothing amazing It's it's you know there's only so much mileage you can get out of a a game that small and that short, but as a brief little fun activity, I think it it, it fills the spot. So uh, there will be news on that soon, hopefully. Well, and I plan I plan on making that just a a print and play download that people can get, or you know I, I may have a, a other purchasing options. Again, who knows? It's right. it's gonna be it's gonna be cheap either way, cheap to acquire either way.
0: Nice. Well,
1: like in, in the seven dollar range or something at most.
0: Very impressed with your creative output. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I I literally just started testing this yesterday. So it's it's, it's not like it's going to be available next week or something. So.
0: Right, right, right. But still, I mean, you already got something that people can try, which is totally yeah. awesome. I mean, think how long it took to get uh, these new worlds to that point. I know it's a different scale, <laughs> but still. Anyway, so check it out. Stop playing, playing Candy Crush and go get... you. I don't think you said the name.
1: Uh, icebreakers.
0: Icebreakers. Yes, it's the-
1: a, it is a cyberpunk-themed, um, I guess you could call it a set collection. Yeah, it's, it's mostly a set collection game. Cyberpunk-themed set collection game for two players.
0: Go for it, nerds. Run, don't walk. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll revise my rules because it came to my attention yesterday when I was showing it to some of the people that there are areas of my rules that are not very clear, um, which is understandable because I just tried to make a first draft of it for the first time a couple of days ago. So once I once I get something legible and more thorough and less confusing on those, I'll put some put a print and play version of it up for people to play around with.
0: Yeah, I think that's important not not to turn this into a game show, but there we've got a couple new games like board game type things. I think one of them's called Stomples or something like that. It's kind of like it's kind of like in the. It feels almost like an Othello type of game. It's you know, yeah. But it's with marbles and you're sort of like knocking out the other people and trying to trap them in a corner. And the the rules were like really vague. I mean, they think yeah. they were specific, but it's like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, like there's two ways you could take this sentence, and it's like, well, I guess we just pick. Yeah. Anyway, so check it out. Send feedback and um that would be great
1: yeah yeah that'd be cool and uh the arcade cabinet
0: oh yeah <laughs> the, the
1: half of an arcade cabinet <laughs> did not get completed last weekend uh we got rained out and then richard and i both got stomach viruses and it just last week in and the beginning of this week we're we're just no fun um so you know and, and then i ordered the wrong grill bits um <laughs> so hopefully we can get more done on that this weekend and I'm looking forward to, to getting that working and, and writing up a blog post on it.
0: The the pictures I saw are those online anywhere or was that just Slack?
1: Um I believe that was just
0: Slack. Okay. So. I
1: yeah, I did a I did a post on my personal blog about it, but it was mostly just like here's the materials I bought to start with. And I I will write up something better and good and, and once it's all completed, like a, a tutorial or something.
0: Well I'm so jealous about you guys having that that I literally had a dream about it. <laughs> I, I had a dream about like playing like an arcade game with the like pop pop, 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 pop on those buttons. <laughs> it was like I, I need to go to an arcade now. Um, well well
1: hopefully soon I'll have instructions and you can build one of your own. Put it that, in the
0: basement. That I like I love imagining that I'm the kind of person that would follow through on a project like that, but I think <laughs> historically I've proven that I am not.
1: That that you are not that person.
0: Correct. I like to think I am, and then I keep proving to myself that I'm not uh arduino is a good example like that'd be so much fun no
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah arduino is until it doesn't
0: yeah 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 it was fun for me until i opened the box and looked at it and i was like oh i'll get to this later
1: it's like oh this is this is this is too much like work
0: (laughs) yeah i have fat fingers and that breadboard's small
1: Mm, it's like i have i have less than one eyeball and that breadboard is small (laughs) mm,
0: yep just can't get there, but speaking of wiring okay. things together, let's move on to mm-hmm. today's featured topic,
1: yeah, we can talk about Robocop
0: mm-hmm, so you wanna kinda intro the concept here
1: um sure, the concept uh like how you, you find this uh I was just like browsing around the futurism subreddit mm. <laughs> that's 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 where I go when I'm desperate for topics and sometimes <laughs> interest- sometimes interesting things come up, yes, and um. I mean, it was it was Reddit, so there was a lot of stupid discussion around it. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> I bet there were some pretty good jokes about this one.
1: Uh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's see. Nonprofit research institute SRI, SRI International is developing a robot that. Basically, it's for use by police officers at traffic stops to sort of act as a go-between between between the police officer and the person in the vehicle. So the idea is the cop pulls you over, and this little robot sort of dismounts from the front of the police car and drives over, and it has a camera and a screen, and the cop looks at you and talks to you through the robot.
0: And a helmet. And
1: and a helmet. Yeah, it has a helmet. Can't (laughs) forget that. Even though it looks like that's not where all the critical bits of the electronics are. But... Mm. (laughs) and like you know you scan your license and your registration and it takes pictures of it and, and all this stuff and i guess the idea is to make traffic stops safer for everyone mm.
0: but it's just weird so okay so i'm going to i'm going to rank on this first and then okay. and then okay and then i'm going to be nice but first this is not a robot no it's this it's, is a, it's <laughs>
1: closer to a drone
0: it's like an ATM with FaceTime on it that, ex- that on an extender arm.
1: Yeah, like you remember a while back they had the like the Segways with iPads on them. Yeah, yeah. It's like that.
0: Yeah, it's like less. It's like less. It's like an AD. It's basically this gigantic arm. It kind of reminded me when I first saw it. You know, the, like imagine the police car uh and, and have you ever seen like a city bus that has like that bike rack on the front of it and there'd be like, like yeah a ton of bikes on the front of it and it's like extended way out almost dangerously in front of the bus yes kind of looks like that and th- this like huge telescoping arm
1: oh it is a telescoping arm isn't it i thought it was like driving up there but no there's an arm yeah it's a I telescoping see in the picture arm. now there's an arm
0: yeah and it like sort of shoots uh, up to the car in front. So the, the police officer never gets out of the car and it's got like an iPad on the top of it with a camera, a webcam, and then underneath it, it's got a printer. So it's mm-hmm. like a, oh, <laughs> they extend this workstation. Like they just stacked it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just stacked this workstation and they, like, hilariously, they put like a motorcycle cop helmet on top of it. And so they, they send it out and like the officer who's in the car behind the perp is talking just facetiming through the the video camera and says you know license and registration pull out your license on the back there's a barcode please scan it in front of the blinking thing and it's like calling this a robot is a huge stretch and the the it's just it's it's just the weirdest when you watch the video of the interaction it is so weird yeah it is so weird and and it's strange to say that because we spend, I mean, all of my working time is, is, is done remotely like this, you know, like over. It's,
1: yeah, it's the same thing. We're doing it right now.
0: Yeah, it's like an audio or video call where you're interacting with, you know, I do this every, all the time. I do video calls like a Zoom video. It's a Zoom video call, but he's basically sending the entire, you know, client workstation to the driver in the other car.
1: Uh, yeah, it's not a robot. It's a hardware attachment for the car. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's a peripheral. Yeah. So, so no, okay. So, the interaction that happens is just so weird for I, and, but here's so the many thing. reasons, uh, but I can't put my finger on it. There's some, there's like this, of course, of, like, believe me, the last job in the world I would want is to be a cop and to like mm-hmm. have to pull somebody over. You don't know what's going on up there. You walk up to the car, you're like, the most vulnerable part of your body is exposed to the driver's like hands and face like right there yeah. right there, and it's just a terrible the whole thing when you think about it like that it's like a terrible um procedure like mm-hmm. like i a hundred percent believe that you know it's like super dangerous, and you know who knows where you're getting you no idea the person could be armed they could be drunk they definitely erratic they're already doing something wrong so they're knows? stressed
1: out because you just pulled them over yeah, yeah
0: yeah 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 so no doubt this looks like you know this like yeah this is safer for everybody like it's safer for, i mean by a mile safer for the police officer and mm-hmm. it's uh and for the for the driver you're pretty sure you're getting pulled over by a real cop like this isn't somebody dressed yeah. up like a cop like, if you've got this thing attached to your car. And
1: they deploy a robot.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're pretty sure this person is, like, yeah. the real deal. So it, it, I think what's the thing that it reveals, like, the technology aside, I, I can feel like there's, we could talk about, like, a half a dozen better ways to implement this. Mm-hmm. But, but okay, let's, like, pause, there, like, hold that for more conversation later. But what this reveals is super... Uh, I feel like the awkwardness reveals the status roles. It it sort of uh, marginalizes the status roles of the interaction.
1: Yeah, it kind of does. And, I mean, I feel like, um, correctly or not, there has been, over the past few years, a growing sort of distrust or fear of the police. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is just a case of a, a, a loud minority um but i mean yeah there have certainly been legitimate instances of police brutality and and um racial profiling and stuff like that it happens but i also firmly believe that like you know 95 percent of the cops out there are good cops you know what um, i didn't even think my, of that. Yeah my yeah, yeah my yeah like my i grew up around law enforcement my father worked in law enforcement for years you yeah, know yeah, i'm i'm a big fan mm-hmm. <laughs> in general mm-hmm. and um and so, part of me wonders if, like, if that is some sort of the catalyst for something like that. That sort of growing distrust is sort of the catalyst for something like this even coming into existence. Because, I mean, obviously the police are going to be at higher risk because people are you know, on edge hmm. when interacting with them more so now. And you know, maybe there's people that don't trust the police so that are going to feel less threatened by this little. Robot rolling up next to them or something than they would a, a you know, a, a six foot tall guy standing over you while you're sitting there With you're much lower ve- yeah. in your much lower vehicle yeah. looking up at him. Yeah. And, um, cause it, you know, it can be pretty intimidating. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a, in general, I'm a fan of the police and, you know, I, I, I know many <laughs> very pleasant and nice police officers. Um, but still, you know, when one of them pulls you over, if it's not one I know personally, it's a little intimidating. Sure. Even, even though, you know, they're the good guys. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, even if it's just even if it's just something like a speeding ticket or something, it can it can be a little intimidating just because of the social dynamic that it creates. Mm-hmm. And so, it, maybe yeah. this is to sort of address that, but at the same time, it does kind of it makes it very impersonal in weird ways that I don't feel like are conducive to sort of fixing that perception of the police or fostering good relationships and or good relations between police officers and the general public.
0: Yeah. Cause it makes it, it makes it seem like the police don't want to talk. You know what I mean? Right. It feels super impersonal, even though, even though there is a live person at the end of the thing and they're really just right in the car behind you. There's some, Yeah, it didn't feel like it. Yeah. But so now here was the thing that where it really started to, to, it felt so bizarre to me and it would, mm-hmm. I, I I would predict if anything, if something similar to this, was created right like um the social dynamic of the interaction would change dramatically because and Mm. that was where it started to feel super awkward for me where this you know two cars are parked like uh you know one behind the other the robot is extended up to the window the driver rolls down the window and this like kiosk is there And, but, but then they went on to essentially go through a script of what normally happens when an officer walks up to a car at a traffic stop and there is Uh no way it would go like that.
1: No, I, (laughs) we've had... There have been times where we have been pulled over for a couple of things like like once Richard was speeding because he didn't see a speed limit ch- sign the speed limit change and 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 then there was a couple of times we were pulled over to ask about something that we had witnessed and that sort of thing and then interactions never go like that I mean mm-hmm. I mean the last time you know we we were coming back from a vacation in North Carolina and Richard missed a speed limit sign and mm-hmm. ended up because it was semi in the way and he didn't see it and he got pulled over. And he ended up. You know, the, the officer just warned him. But the the whole time, the officer was like, you know, didn't know how fast you're going. And we're talking back and forth. And he was like, You guys coming back from vacation? Say so, yeah. So said, where are you from? So how? So I got friends up there. And he, there was, there was, there was a friendly conversation going on mm-hmm. while he was looking into the fact that we were mildly breaking the law. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yes, Richard Leadfoot Shaver. I've heard yeah. the stories. <laughs> 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 this, I, it, imagine so. I would imagine cops watching this video and just busting a gut laughing at the whole concept. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I, I kind of want to email this to the police department.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, okay, the, you know, the, 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 in this particular scenario, it was like someone who was speeding a little bit in a school zone. It was like a, mm-hmm. you know, during the day, non-drunk, non-armed person driving the car.
1: Yep, soccer mom.
0: Well, yeah, and to your point, I think they probably purposely picked a sort of smallish female um, yeah, probably so. It, that didn't even occur to me, but it makes a lot of sense. But imagine like a belligerent stop where you guys
1: just gonna smash the robot yeah. or just drive or just drive off. Which right. you can totally you can totally just drive off when there's a police officer standing there next to you. But they've got a gun and there's a little more social pressure not to. Yeah. I feel Whereas like- you know, what are what are you gonna do if you drive off and the robot's there? Are they just gonna like come drive after you with the robot flapping along <laughs> behind them or and by the time they get that thing reeled in, you're gonna be gone.
0: <laughs> well, so here, here's the thing. I don't know if you noticed it, but when they when they slide the thing out, mm-hmm. you got to picture this, dear listener. So it's got this telescoping arm that's, um, you know, uh, f- telescopes forward, of course. So it shoots sort of straight forward, and a almost like a, a, a additional. God, how do you describe this? Like there's like a sweeper thing that's like a long stick that you can see fanning out under the car once it's in place mm-hmm. so the the kiosk gets to where it's going to go and then a thing hinges out so it goes under the car and when i first saw it i thought it was scanning it was some sort of scanner that scans under the car for any kind of like you know when they scan under the car at the airport when there's like you know high security whatever right right um, they'll look under the car for any kind of like whatever explosives or something and McGuire, but now that you mentioned no. it it could have been something that if you drove over it you get flat tires yeah it could have been so I was like, Oh, that's interesting. But the, it just, the whole social interaction of it, it's a very high pressure, very human situation. And the, it just becomes so transactional and like inhuman and awkward. Um, that, that, it, that they left the, the norm, they're like, they, they, imagined that oh nothing will change it's it's just like a policeman standing there they'll still say the same things that they always say like license and registration please yes sir like it just feels like i when she started saying like uh, when the when the woman started addressing the robot Mm -hmm. as if it was a human being i was like no uh uh-uh like i feel like it would be way way more likely for me to get belligerent with the robot than I right. would with a dude standing there with a hand on a right. gun. I, I,
1: yeah. I'd be like, dude, can you just come up here and talk to me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I wonder. I mean, I, I, me too. I, I didn't, I feel like that's me just being old, but, but yeah, it's like, it's like you wimp. You can't even come out here and talk to me, you know, <laughs> <I'm gonna> like <laughs> knock the helmet well, off it's, the thing. It's,
1: it immediately implies that they don't trust you. And, and maybe they shouldn't. Maybe it's not safe for an officer to go into a traffic stop with the idea that everything is going to be fine. Obviously, you have to be on your on your guard. Mm-hmm. But the vast majority of people that get pulled over on traffic stops every day are just normal, law-abiding people who happen to have had a, a moment where they didn't see a sign or where they were in a hurry to pick up their kid or did something, you know, just a right. random, stupid human moment. Right. And. Yeah, there's no doubt traffic stops are dangerous and doing things to make them safer is fine. But just outright sort of waving this banner that says, I don't trust you enough to come up and talk to you isn't going to help with that dynamic any.
0: Yeah, it feels, I mean, it is like way more impersonal. Like Mm -hmm. it doesn't, it kind of doesn't matter. So so let's talk about the tech for a second. What could you do to, Uh, of course, this is just a proof of concept and what they're doing is kind of illustrating... Mm -hmm. Like you wouldn't you couldn't go live with this thing like this it's to be absurd no. i mean i think they're they showed some video of it like driving on the highway and stuff but there's no way No. so what like imagine though that it, perhaps a way that this could work so where you've got this situation where
1: i think i know yeah what i what you could do to make it make it better mm-hmm. um and that and that is to get rid of the robot, <laughs> essentially. If you had, like, for instance, if you had a vehicle that had something built into it that, like, an you know, some some kind of, you know, like, if a police officer could push a button and somehow call me and it pops up on the screen on the, you know, computer system in the dash of my van and he goes, hey, did you realize you're speeding? Could you pull over? Mm-hmm. Th- that would feel a lot better to me.
0: Yeah. I was thinking the same thing, like somehow they can they can cause your phone to ring or somehow they can detect your phone number from your license plate and just call you mm-hmm. that would, that would be so much better than this shenanigan, so much better, but from a from an awkwardness standpoint because your yeah. phone is a place where you're used to having this sort of intimate interaction where mm-hmm. this is more like the level of social interaction you'd get if. Like your gas pump wasn't working and the clerk right. from inside the store is like, beep, press the yeah. button. Yeah.
1: And there's all, I mean, there's all kinds of things to like, those screens are impossible to see in the sunlight. Mm-hmm. The speaker is going to be hard to hear with all the traffic noise. Mm-hmm. If if you could just call my vehicle somehow. Yeah. And I mean, and even after we're pulled over, if you want to sit there and continue that discussion via the call without getting out of your vehicle and, and coming up to me immediately. Mm. that would still I'm uh, cool with that you know <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: yeah so so in our neighborhood mm-hmm. there are these things that look remarkably like daleks remarkably okay that you know in terms of size and silhouette
1: mm-hmm.
0: that they that appeared one day at <laughs> uh mostly at like school zone type places and when you go by and thus you have exceeded, you know, a speed greater than some threshold above the posted speed limit, a camera flashes, and you're, it takes a picture of your license and, plate, and you, and you get, get a, a ticket, ticket in the mail. mail. Mm-hmm. Done. Like, and yeah, so you can't have those everywhere, but you can't have cops everywhere either. So wouldn't it make yeah. more sense to just... Uh, the awkwardness of the social I cannot get over it. So I'm trying to think, like, what what's a better way to achieve the same end with a better social interaction so like like imagine
1: yeah i don't know the cameras the cameras take a lot of heat too because then people are then people still get mad about the lack of social interaction like one of the one of the comments i read in the in the discussion thread on this was was saying well this is better than just a camera that does nothing but take pictures that i got a speeding ticket in the mail after my truck was stolen if there'd been an actual person involved they would have caught the thief instead of sending me a speeding ticket
0: (laughs) okay well But but that's that's an edge case. (laughs) Talk about an edge case, right. And the other thing is like, it's very, like it's very, um, your behavior changes like a month later, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, uh, you're not immediately going to slow down. Right. Yeah. And maybe it's, you know, like you said, you're not normally late to pick up your kids, but this particular day you are and you're putting people in jeopardy. So just chill out right now. Yeah. Not like just be punished later with no chance to... Yes, but still I mean, right, and like here's the other thing is this gonna is this gonna come to market in a way that's that's um workable before cars just don't have drivers?
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I driverless cars will solve a lot of the <laughs> traffic, traffic stop stuff. issues, yeah, like yeah.
0: it basically yeah,
1: and if for some reason the officer does need to pull you over, then well, I could see them having the functionality of them being able to call you up based on your license plate or some serial number that gets scanned or something
0: mm-hmm. right i just really feel like the phone solution is so much better mm-hmm. it's like just like you know because then you don't well, manufacturer's not involved mm-hmm. and it's like and, and it would solve the edge case of the the person who is complaining about their stolen truck and the camera it's like you're pulled over your phone rings you pick it up hey this car is registered to xyz is that you yes or no like okay uh selfie back to me all right yeah. uh that doesn't match your license cuz you should like all the the license records yeah. should be in the in the police car anyway right so yeah that's not you you're lying or okay yes that's you and now there's a confirmation cuz the the thing with the other thing with the cameras is um I, i've heard this i believe it's probably true is that you could just be like it wasn't me i wasn't driving right and they're like you know, who would bother to go to all that trouble for a $25 ticket, but, you know, to like go to court and be like, it wasn't me, but mm-hmm. this that would kind of solve that. It's like, Hey, you know, you've got a, you'd have the, the camera on the car, the police car that's recording all the action in front of what's going on. You'd see the other person pull up their phone and take the selfie. you would show up in the, in the, the police car. So like, okay, confirm that, take a picture of your license. Great. I can see that. I, I don't know. It, it just seems like, uh, it seems like something it's yeah. and then like one of the features of this robot thing is that it prints out a ticket right on the spot you who care you don't need that you'll get a ticket yeah. in the mail like to put all that stuff on there i mean you can see that the researcher is kind of like trying to
1: trying to mimic the mimic
0: yeah, experience the existing experience And i'm like okay that's kind of interesting and it does get you thinking about like wow what if the police officer didn't have to walk up to the window and didn't have to stand mm-hmm. in traffic while cars are speeding by it's like oh that's interesting But the solution that was chosen, and and maybe it was just for kind of marketing reasons. It's like, look, we could just replicate the existing interaction. And in fact, that's an approach that I often take with software when somebody's like, oh, I want to build this thing that does all this stuff. And I'm like, well, okay, that's very exciting. But how do you solve this problem now with an actual human? How do you do the customer service now? What are the steps they go through? And let's just replicate that first. And then we can iterate on that later. And so, okay, fine. Like, this is a prototype of uh, the existing interaction done in a safer way with uh, peripheral with a, a standing desk <laughs> 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 on a telescoping arm <laughs> so okay but the idea of, of i mean and you could say oh maybe the person doesn't have a phone and blah 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 of course well, but
1: should, there's also the dangers of using a phone when you're in a vehicle and so well, I, I'm, I feel I'm talking like like post yeah. post pullover oh, okay post pullover
0: okay yeah. yeah so the lights go on you pull over your phone rings and then the conversation ensues, like video call ensues. Mm-hmm. All right, hold your license up to the camera. Great, thanks. Hold your face up to the camera. Great, thanks. Hold your registration up yeah. to the camera. Great, thanks. I say, I don't yeah. understand why. Why do you have to show your registration? Like, why wouldn't they have that? I mean, are the are the systems? Hmm. Well, because you have to give license and registration, right? Yeah. Well, how bad are the, the back-end systems at the registry of motor vehicles? And like, even as I say that, they're probably pretty bad. <laughs>
1: Okay, I have like, a little
0: bit of insight on this. Continue your question. Okay, so so what do I already know in a traffic stop? I can see the license, and if I'd called the person on a video call, I've got a s- streaming image of their face. Yeah. With those two what? pieces of information, the the infrastructure already exists to identify the person and the vehicle, whether or not the registration is out of date, if they have outstanding warrants, blah, blah, blah. Right. All you ne- all, all you need, why don't you just, air quotes, why don't you just take this the facial you know facial recognition software map it to the photo you have in the regist in the registry of motor vehicles be like okay, this is this person it maps to this license number you know are you x you're, y
1: and z unless things have changed dramatically in the ten years or so since I last witnessed this happening um you're not gonna get a photo when a police officer calls in for a license check
0: that's bizarre
1: you're gonna get they're the dispatcher or whoever it's, uh, and I'm sure it's all relayed to computers in the police cars now. Uh, mm-hmm. Whereas back then it didn't used to be is gonna going to query the license number in your in the um in the computer system, and they're gonna get back um, the name of the person it's registered to, their age, any driving restrictions like oh they have to yeah. be wearing glasses or that sort of thing, mm-hmm. prior traffic history. And then they're going to call in the license plate and you're going to get the vehicle registration information on the license plate.
0: Yeah. I mean, Um, everything you're saying is like,
1: yeah, nowhere in that, at least in the information that was at that time coming back to the police department computer system, uh, nowhere in that was there included a photo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, so this, a lot of this problem, not, I'm not, suggesting that this would be easy, but it, it's got to be easier or cheaper. It has to be easier and cheaper than outfitting a fleet of police cars with a RoboCop <laughs> to update the back end systems so that the front facing camera on the police car is just, you know, at a stop. It's just, it already can see the license plate. Mm-hmm. And even if you did a me- mechanical Turk style thing where a cars getting pulled over, dispatchers are just automatically notified. They can see the license plate they do this they pull it up
1: and then and then the officer or then the dispatcher enters that information rather than the officer calling it in
0: yeah it should just show yeah. up like it should just show up like why right. is there well, a call I mean, involved
1: uh, yeah you should be able to well and especially now where there are computer systems in the police cars the camera should be able to scan the license plate do some do some OCR magic on it yeah. and, and query the database itself for for the vehicle registration information,
0: right, and then okay, um, yeah, here's a I, f- name. I feel
1: like a, a lot of this problem is going to get solved as AI advances, and we get things like better image recognition and um, computer vision, and mm-hmm. and and AI to find people in databases and that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, big time. I mean, you could you could almost say like you could almost be like, never mind any of this stuff. The cop's still going to go up to the window, but the front-facing mm-hmm. camera sees the sees the license plate. It's going to see the make of the car, like all of that stuff. That, I mean, come on. Like, how hard would that be to match? Even if it, even if there was no machine learning at all, and, Mm -hmm. and, and the cop just pressed a button somewhere that was like, like when his lights go on, they turn on the lights and the camera feed automatically sends a couple of screen, you know, a series of screenshots to the, whoever, somebody back in the home office who then take, looks at the picture and is like, okay. It's a, you know, 1989 Buick, like, one, two, three, four, five license plate. Mm-hmm. Types that in. Doesn't have to talk to the officer in the car. Just sends it back. Yeah. And boom. Like, okay, it should be. And uh, wait. The, so the dispatcher sees the photo, does what the cop would have done, which is read all that information to the dispatcher over the phone, it sounds like, or type it into a computer. when Meanwhile, yeah, it, I don't want to be doing data entry when I'm afraid, like, I need to pull out my gun.
1: Right. Maybe... Yeah, I, I don't know how much it's changed since since last I was around all of this stuff, because it's been many years since my dad retired now. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it is, maybe even at the time, it was different now than it is in, in bigger cities than it is in our small town. Um, but maybe it's to the point now where the officer just types in all of that information before getting out of the vehicle and into their computers that are systems in the cars.
0: Right. Yeah, because I can back, imagine back that. Back
1: when back when this was going on, uh, the local law enforcement here didn't have computers in in their vehicles,
0: mm, so they would call and would just yeah. say yeah. So I'll, really, all I'm suggesting is like instead of just having like to make a the camera call, to
1: automate that process, yeah, yeah, just
0: like like oh when when the police officer turns on their lights, it starts sending a feed to somebody at the off you know whoever the dispatcher, yeah. whoever or does even it, if,
1: or even if they just do like a like a one button push rather than having to do data entry, that's like okay.
0: Yeah, that seems like a huge. Mm-hmm huge advantage and then and then the person on the other end is like okay here's the information here's the registration here's the person's name they searched on facebook or they've got some application that just like searches (laughs) the internet for that name in this place or you know and
1: here's their linkedin profile yeah exactly
0: here's here's their insta feed and like just sends the information back to the the car and so this is just coming up on a screen in the car and it's like oh okay all right okay yeah i i see that they're leaving a club They've obviously been drinking. I can see pictures of them drinking. <laughs> like that would rule. It, it seems obvious.
1: That's like, a little bit blurry.
0: Come on, internet. Well, and that—that that was where I was going to go next. Is like, is there a privacy issue here? You know, any? I feel like everything we're suggesting is being done now, but just really inefficiently. So, right. uh, why not just? I mean, make I mean it maybe more when you.
1: You could make the argument that that maybe if you start social, start searching social media rather than just staying confined, come confined to the NCIC date and local law enforcement databases, that you run into a privacy issue. But
0: well, if it's public on Instagram, uh, yeah,
1: if, you shouldn't make it public if you don't want people to know about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, when you post something on Instagram, you're not thinking that like you're going to get pulled over and police are going to be looking at it. And right. have there have been reports of. Yeah, I've, 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 read headlines, but not stories about TSA insisting that people like unlock their phones so they can see their social media, feed, social media accounts. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, why don't you just search it on your phone? TSA agent. I mean,
1: it's on Instagram. <laughs> right. It's on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I had a frustrating experience the last time I flew, I got patted down and my luggage got searched. Mm. I don't know what, I don't know if just security was heightened or if I was quote unquote targeted for some reason. Um, <laughs> I know it was weird I know it was it was my first time flying first class
0: oh, so that, that's a added benefit yeah. of first class as they oh I, give I, you I a didn't know exam. the
1: the the free the free uh, cavity search I didn't know that was a <laughs> thing <laughs>
0: yeah that's yeah. what about two tickets <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm thinking <laughs> lots of jokes I can't say right now,
1: yeah, sorry, <laughs> that's
0: nice, uh yeah, Erica went through she drove up to a knitting store in Montreal, we' are in the United mm-hmm. states and uh and on the way back into the u s somebody you know with her same name was flagged for being a very bad girl, oh, and wow. yeah, she got taken out of the car, brought into the waiting area had it was in there for a while, like <laughs> Man, I was and, and, you know, she was just with a friend. Imagine if the yeah. kids were with her and, like, then there were people in there that had kids with them and the kids are like, I just want to go, you know? Yeah. It's just, yeah. And, and I mean,
1: really, and, and really all she wanted to do was buy some yarn.
0: Yeah. What do you, you know, uh, it, 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 and to be fair, it, it was just annoying and, and mm-hmm. delayed the drive. Everybody was really nice and stuff. She, she said that it wasn't like people were mean or anything, it was just yeah. super inconvenient. And, irritating in that way, in that sort of like institutional way.
1: Right. I've but, been, been there, done that. I've crossed the border many times in both directions.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. So anyway, I, I, maybe to kind of put a bow on this, it seems like it's like, uh, like I see that I get the problem. It's like a very, it is an interesting problem to solve, like the danger of a traffic stop. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty cool that somebody put together a proof of concept that kind of, sort of illustrates a, different way to do it and and it gives you a sense of like gives you a very palpable like oh wow that would be a very different yeah it would be a very different anxiety situation like the risk profile would be very different Mm -hmm. like oh that's pretty pretty cool in that sense but then as soon as i see like boy like once i see the problem and like the advantages of not having the that close prox physical proximity situation my mind immediately went to like six other ways to solve the problem yeah that would be that feel like they would be cheaper and easier and and yeah eventually kind of i mean come on like self-driving cars are coming whether you want them or not (laughs) right right i wonder itself
1: i wonder what sort of information a police officer gets from a traffic stop. Mm. That they wouldn't get just looking at you through this narrow lens of this computer. I wonder what's you know what's what's picked up in terms of body language. Your um, just the
0: smell coming out of the window. Like <laughs> yeah, that too it smells <laughs> that like too you guys been having put, fun tonight. Yeah,
1: they're gonna, have, they're gonna they're gonna put sensors on that thing too.
0: Yeah, or a breathalyzer tube sticking yeah. out of it. <laughs> I wish they had done that. That would have been so. Oh, that funny. Would have
1: been. yeah, yeah. That would have been. um, so I, I don't know, I feel like it's, it's it's definitely safer in terms of risk to humans, but I feel like it's maybe maybe not certainly not as efficient or maybe effective in terms of information gathering on the part of the police officer and i I don't know I feel like I feel like it sort of fosters that feeling of of mistrust and dislike and yeah. and sort of like otherness of police officers that has become common over the last few years rather than doing anything to sort of improve that relationship
0: 100% yeah I totally agree totally agree it feels very way more institutional way more transactional Mm -hmm. way more like No respect. It's a lack of respect for the driver, right? Yeah.
1: Take take a number. We'll we'll get to you.
0: That's why I like the the, I like the Facetime. I feel like the Facetime call wouldn't have that because you have Facetime calls with your kids and your mom and and it's Mm -hmm. it's a much more personal interaction. We're used to it being a more personal interaction.
1: Yeah. Even though this is essentially just Facetime on a stack. It's basically the same hardware outside of your car. Yeah. But it. But it's it's. I don't know. It it feels different.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It really does. Oh man!
1: Yeah, and it could have just been the. It could have could have been the script. The script could have contrib- contributed a lot to the sort of impersonal feeling.
0: Agreed. Yeah, I would it love could, to have seen a bunch of more. Uh, I would love. I would love to have this re-recorded with a bunch mm-hmm. of police being like, "No, dude, this is how it really goes."
1: Yeah. So do yeah. those
0: scenarios and show me how it would work. There, it would feel so much more. It, it just was super, Unless, super staged.
1: I, yeah, the script made it feel even more robotic than it was. Good point. Um, yes, that's a yeah, good I mean, to put a, it. a typical traffic stop, ones I have been involved in, is we pull over, officer comes up, hey, how's it going? Right. Did you guys know? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, what are you guys into? What are you up to? Are you coming back from vacation. Yeah, there's, you know, there's back and forth exchange and i'm sure the purpose of that for the officer is to ease tension and and make people feel more comfortable mm. and and there's there was none of that in this sort of scripted exchange it was so so maybe maybe had it been a recording of an actual traffic stop and not a scripted traffic stop we would feel differently about
0: it mm. yeah like the the thing comes over it's like what the
1: what is this <laughs> He's was like how do you like my robot <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah 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 it's like right. yeah we're
1: testing out this thing if you don't mind, you know,
0: I think you're yeah. right. Yeah. It, the com- the, it was very scripted and it almost was like bad actors made it even mm-hmm. more awkward.
1: Yeah. The girl was like very, very yes, sir. And was, <laughs> yeah. She, she was, she was not good acting at all <laughs> in that regard. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, So, you know, who knows? It seems like it, I, I applaud the inventor for, mm-hmm. for raising the um, attention around a stressful and dangerous kind of interaction interaction mm-hmm. yeah and there and there probably are some really cool ways to solve it and yeah so so good for you but uh feel like you're v1 proof of concept okay mm-hmm. i just yeah, imagine and, a drone and, and flying and up to the window <laughs>
1: Even if there are better ways to improve upon this and, and solve it with a robot that comes up next to the people, get better marketing material.
0: Yeah. I mean, the helmet makes for a great screenshot, but yeah, wow.
1: I I want it to have a little badge. <laughs> it, should, it should have a
0: badge number, right? A little badge. Yeah. Yeah. Officer friendly badge number 367. <laughs> Cool. Okay. So we probably wrap up there, but uh, folks can go to the show notes if they want to watch the video of the uh, RoboCop pulling over the soccer mom Mm -hmm. and uh, maybe even go into the subreddit and have a a good chat with folks around it.
1: Oh, you don't want to go there.
0: (laughs) It's probably good advice in general. All right. Well, that's it for this week. I'm Jonathan Stark.
1: I'm Kelly Shaver.
0: And we hope you join us again next time for terrifying robot dog. Bye. Bye.